Pastor Tracy mentioned it's, it's the end of this summer in the Psalms. I think it was Friday morning I got up to go outside to read, and I realized that uh, I only had shorts and T-shirt on, and it was nine degrees. So I came back. I realized the summer in the Psalms has ended. It's been a good summer. Summer coming to close. This Saturday, I'll be celebrating 20 years, or remembering 20 years of September 11th. 2021. Where were you? I know right where I was when I got a call from one of my son's friends. He asked what we were doing. I can't remember exactly, but he said, turn on the television. So we turned on the television and we saw the plane run into the Twin Towers and then the second plane. And we all know what happened there and, and all that occurred. The world, I think, stood still. The world was held captive, not just by the news media, but, but everything that was going on. It was scary. I don't know about you, but I was scared. If you have your Bibles, we're going to look at Psalm 137 this morning. Maybe the Israelites, we've, at that moment of time, we may have felt what the Israelites felt. At least the psalmist I got stuck on Psalm 119. It's too long to get past. When I saw Brian come up here and take off his mask, I'm saying, man, I wish I could sing. Then I could come over and take this mask off because it's so, I don't know. How do you feel about wearing a mask? Don't you just enjoy it? All right. Psalm 137. By the rivers of Babylon. Also, we grew up, we were teenagers in the 70s, probably remember the song by Boney M, By the Rivers of Babylon, where we sat down. When we remembered Zion, there on the popular trees we hung our harps, for there our captors asked us to sing. Our tormentors demanded a song of joy. They said, sing us the songs of Zion. How can we sing the Lord's song while in a strange land. I want to emphasize that. How can we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? If I forget you, Jerusalem, may the right hand forget its skill. May my tongue cling to the roof of my mouth. If I do not remember you, if I do not consider Jerusalem my highest joy, remember, Lord, the Edomites. On the day Jerusalem fell, Tear it down, they cried, tear it down to its foundations. Daughters of Babylon doomed to destruction. Happy is the one who repays according to what you have done to us. Happy is the one who sees your infants and dashes their heads against rocks. Wow, that's pretty harsh. But that's the grief that they felt. They remembered Zion, Zion, their, their, their place of worship, their identity had been stolen from them. As children of Israel, Jerusalem was hit. It's like us Newfoundlanders. If we can't get home for fish tongues, we're gone crazy. We have to have a sense of identity. And their identity had been destroyed. They had fallen captive. The children of Israel, they were lost. They were disorientated. It was hard for them to believe that this had happened. 
They were God's chosen people. And here we are in a foreign land. It was hard to believe that God allowed this to happen. Right now, over the past year and a half, I know I have been disorientated. My routine has changed a lot. How about yours? Like I already asked, do you enjoy wearing your mask? And then you have to keep six foot apart with that. The first few months, you weren't allowed to visit anyone. Our granddaughter made a big uh, paper hug and posted it in the mail and sent it to us. It did our hearts good, but it wasn't real. It wasn't real. We're humans. We are people that need to be touched, right? It heals you. We were so lost. I was so disorientated. I didn't know. And then we had the weirdest mask at work eight hours a day. I told someone this morning, I, I, I was, you can ask Gloria, I'm not eager by taking out the garbage, but at work I am. Because I run out to the door and take my mask off. I can breathe. We've been disorientated. I've been lost. Where is God? Where is God in all of this? I don't know. But I know he's there. And then, of course, my, my four-year-old granddaughter says, Papa, you need to use the sanitizer. She doesn't say sanitizer. She says sanitizer. I knew what she meant. We are so disoriented. And then there was, there was uh, our time on Zoom as a church. And you did a great job, Pastor Tracy. You know, we got on Zoom, we, we, and then we went through uh, videotaping. I've got to tell you, uh, one of... My messages, I had to tape it three times. And I had to ask God forgiveness on the third one. I could not get this to work right. I'm not used to it. But where is God? Where, 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 was, where was God in all of this? See, church is meant to be here. Church is meant to bump, at least bump elbows. I want to see your face. You know, working in the field that I work in, I, I get more from your eyes and your expressions than I do what you're telling me anyway. You know, your eyes speak louder than in your mouth, honestly. Because love is, and, and smiles, you, you see it with your eyes as much as you do with your face. We need each other. We need this fellowship. Like to me, uh, uh, virtual church can be an oxymoron. That ain't happening. I need to see you. We need to touch each other. But like the children of Israel, the children of Israel, despite all the prophetic warnings they had, they still were led away captive. They trusted God. They were God's people. And then when this happened, Jerusalem was overtaken. The holy temple was the source of identity and pride was demolished. In some way, we have been just like this since September 11th. We've lost our way. I know we're, we're not Americans, we're Canadians, but we're so intermingled. And the whole world is so intermingled, really. You know, what Don said of technology, the minute something happens way over there, we, we know so it, it put us on a disorientated place. See, the children of Israel didn't believe this could happen to them. A year, two years ago, if you'd have told me we were going to sit in church with masks on, I'd have laughed at you. But we are here. Nevertheless, we are here. And how do we praise God in this culture? How, do we, how can we sing the Lord's song in this strange land that we're in? This strange time of history that we're in. 
How do we focus on God and sing the song and, and not get distracted by all the face-wearing, the, the vaccines and, and all of that? How do we do it? But we are called to sing the Lord's song, and therefore we will sing the Lord's song. Don't put on a mask. I don't mean the mask you have on. But some of us try to hide our feelings, you know? Have you ever done that? You've been having the worst day, and someone comes along and says, How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Everything's okay. But that's not true all the time. We're struggling. I don't know about you, but listen, I'm honest this morning. I'm struggling with this. I'm wondering, where is this going to end? How far is this going to go? But I know this. God is in it. God is with me. He, he is there. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to, to grieve and to express yourself. Pastor Tracy already mentioned grieving, and it has been a grief. Like I said, for the first few months, I couldn't even see my grandchildren. So, you know, loss. Psychologists tell us that when we deny our grief and don't deal with it, there are usually horrible consequences. It eats away and, and causes harm on the internal organs even. And we all need to express grief in some way because of what we're going through. Separation, it doesn't mean, yes, come alongside those who've lost loved ones this year as they grieve through that process, right? But how about those who are grieving the loss of a relationship? That's a grief. That's, they're, they're suffering loss. A loss of income. People couldn't go to work. Loss of social gatherings. My favorite, the loss of potlucks. How many of you miss potlucks? Right? Those little gatherings that we want, and they're gone. So we miss those things. See, how do we sing the Lord's song? Acknowledge your pain. Acknowledge your loss. Tell someone you wish you had a potluck. But acknowledge it. See, if you look through the, the old in book, which we're not allowed to put out anymore because of COVID, because we're in a strange land, you'll find some great old hymns, and a lot of those old hymns were, were, were written out of a time of great grief and a great loss. And I remember uh, as a new Christian, I think it was Andre Crouch put out a book, Through It All. And he wrote the song, right? I think it was Andre Crouch. Can somebody verify me here? Can I see a hand, sister? Through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. Through it all, I've learned to depend on his word. Because that doesn't change. No matter what happens in the circumstances, things don't, God does not change. See, the children of Israel, the Jewish nation is still alive today. So what did they do? The children of Israel devised the synagogue system, like little churches in every little community. Their faith began to become local. They didn't have to go to Jerusalem to, to come together. If there was 10, sorry ladies, men, they could form a synagogue and get a rabbi. And a rabbi could teach. So the, their faith become local. They adapted to being captives. They adapted to the circumstances they were in and still sang the Lord's song. If you 
study it, you'll find out about 500 years the rabbi system, uh, before Jesus, the rabbi system began to take place. Because the captive people wanted relationship. They wanted community. And so they developed this system. They couldn't go to the big church in Jerusalem, but they could come together as a group. Faith become more accessible to everyone. Maybe it's time God is telling us, make your faith accessible. Make your faith local. Over this summer and before, Pastor Tracy, we took the initiative, touch your neighbor. Go to your neighborhood. Pray for your neighbor. Get to know your neighbor. Talk to your neighbor. And remember, your neighbor is the, not just your neighborhood. It's the person that's serving you at Tim Hortons, not Starbucks. The person that's serving you at the dollar store. I remember first when, just when things opened up, we went to the dollar store. And the lady that served us said they had a number of staff because their wages wasn't high. They wouldn't come in because of COVID. Right? So I can't remember. We chatted for a while because we have to encourage our neighbors. We make it more local. Jeremiah, the prophet says, put it this way. God told him to write to the children of Israel that were in exile. It's in Jeremiah 29, verse 4, beginning there. It said, Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all the exiles whom I have sent, whom I have sent into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses, live in them, plant gardens and eat their produce. Take wives, have sons and daughters, take wives of your, for your sons and daughters, give your daughters in marriage, that they may bear sons and daughters, multiply, and do not decrease, but seek the welfare of the city where you are, where I have sent you into exile, and pray to the Lord on its behalf, for in its welfare you will find your welfare. In other words, grow where you're planted. Wherever we are as Christians, where we are now, you know, in our culture, the, the, the theme is, the next big thing. I don't know if you realize that. You know, if, if I can only get the next thing, if I can get over the next hurdle, if I can get this house, if I can get this truck. Me and Gloria talked about trucks earlier in the week. I, I don't need that. I just need to grow right where God planted me. The exiles took their faith to those around them. See, Peter wrote his letter to the church scattered throughout the Roman Empire. And it sounds a lot like Jeremiah. Peter was known as the Apostle of Hope, H-O-P-E, just in case you didn't get it. He reminded the new believers that to trust the Lord, live obediently no matter what your circumstances, and keep your hope fixed on God, the ultimate promise of his deliverance, as we sung about this morning. See, suffering is human. Sorry, but it is. We suffer where we are. Being, not always getting what you want or whatever, it's part of being human. But it's only temporary and yields great blessing to those who remain steadfast and faithful. See, Peter, 1 Peter 2, 9 to 12 says, Peter put it this way, to the children of God, the church that was in exile throughout Roman Empire, he put it this way, but you, you, you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, you, you, in Ennismore, Ontario, Canada, you are a 
chosen race, a royal priesthood, an holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellency of him who called you out of the darkness into the marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Beloved, I heard you as you sojourn, as you exile, to abstain from the passions of the flesh which wage war against your soul. But keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable, so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. Maybe God... Can I say this? He's using COVID and all the changes and he's doing and he's telling us to go where we people live. Go to, to your neighbor. Talk to your neighbor. Don't be like Tim Toolman's neighbor. Was it just see up over the fence? That'd be a short fence for me to get up over it. <laughs> go to your neighbor. My, me and my neighbor got a, got a black iron fence so you can see over it and through it anyway. I have great neighbors, thank God. But the psalm, the writer of the psalm doesn't answer the question. He never tells us how we can sing the Lord's song in a strange land. But to answer those questions, I started to look through the exile. The, those who had been sent to Babylon. Those who had been, you know, took captive. What, what were they doing? Did they sing the Lord's song? I looked at Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther, Jeremiah, Daniel. What was in their life? Did they hang their harps up and say, no, we're not going to sing the Lord's song? See, we see how Daniel and his friends sang the Lord's song, even in a fire furnace. Even when things were too hot to deal with, they still sang the Lord's song. Even when Daniel was in the lion's den, he said, oh, king, live forever. He didn't, you know, king, you die, you rascal. Right? He said, oh, king, live forever. See, we see Nehemiah, a highly placed in a public figure, but yet he sung the Lord's song. We see Ezra, the priest, he sang the Lord's song. So we read Jeremiah's prophecy where he tells them to pray for the people around them. By looking at God's people in both the Old and New Testament, we can realize no matter what we're going through, no matter what comes our way, we can sing the Lord's song in a strange land. We learn of the power to earnest prayer. Sometimes a simple prayer. Just talk to God. As we keep faithfully in our devotions, in our Bible reading program, God is there with us. Stay faithful. We learn that God's word is central to our faith and spending time in it. Don't lose out on reading God's word. See, the word is the anchor. God, Jesus is the anchor. The word is a representation of Jesus as we stay in him. The old song we sing, used to sing, we have an anchor that keeps the soul steadfast and sure while the billows roll. Anchored to the rock which cannot move. Grounded firm and deep in the Savior's love. We have an anchor. That anchor is Jesus Christ. As long as we stay anchored in him, nothing that comes our way will cause us to give up our song. 
keep singing. Even with my voice, I've told you stories about how bad I sing. I will sing. Even if Doug Grace turns his hearing aid down when he sits beside me. I will sing. I may not be in the right key, but I will sing because there's something happened to me a little over 40 years ago when Jesus came to me. We learn that the necessity of devotion that keeps us anchored. I will confess, confess this morning, sometimes it may be hard to sing the Lord's song in this land, but I will keep on singing. See, because we are called, we are called, we are called out, we are a royal priesthood, a chosen people, peculiar people, chosen generation. We are called to sing the Lord's song in the midst of COVID, in the midst of tragedy that comes like 9-11 and other tragedies that comes our way, when grief comes our way, when loss even of family because of our choices sometimes, not just because of death, we are still called to sing the Lord's song in this strange land. We can either look at this time of COVID as an interruption and hope we can go back to the way it was. We can't. We can't go back to the way it was because it's not like that anymore. You know, you realize that? You can't go back. We can't go back. We have to move ahead. We have to, again, look at our community See where we're going. See who's in our community. See who's in our neighborhood and invest in them because, you know, everything changed. One of my favorite movie quotes comes from Shrek. Change is good donkey. Change is the only thing that's consistent. So let's not hope for the great old days. Let's look at what God is going to do, where God is teaching us and what he's doing right now. Find your way to connect with God and stay faithful and sing the songs that he's put in your heart. But a challenge is to preserve and not to hang up your harps. Don't hang up your harps. Don't get so discouraged that you can't sing. That's my final words to you. Don't stop singing. Those outside of us need to hear the Lord's song. So help us, Lord, to teach it. It's okay to name your pain. Start there. If you're hurting, talk to somebody. It's okay. We all are grieving something in this last year and a half. But don't put on a, face, uh, a fake mask and pretend everything's okay. Open up. Talk to someone. Sing the songs of the Lord again. Joy comes in the morning. The darkest hour is just before dawn. Let's stand. pray. Father, help us to continue, continue to continue to sing the Lord's song in 2021 and beyond. Because Lord, you have put us here in Ennismore and Peterborough area for a reason. Don't help us to stay where we are and to grow where we are and to sing the song where we are. This area needs to hear the voice of God. This area needs to hear us sing. Put on a happy face, smile, and give the world a smile. God loves the world, and we, we love the world. We love those who are around us, Father, and help us to sing your song in this strange land, in this strange time that you've given us. In Jesus' name, amen.